about the boom. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Grapple Cast. It is I, Jamie, joined with Dan and Joe. Dan! What up, Oos? Hello, my new tribal chief. How's it going? Bloody, bloody loving life at this moment in time. I can't wait. I pre-ordered this pay-per-view over a month ago. It is time, finally, for the third annual Double or Nothing. I mean, yeah, look, we are we are going to talk about it a little bit more, but just, just a general sum up, as you said, are you looking forward to it? Are you excited? I know I am. As long as nobody puts their foot between the rampway and the ring, I think it's going to be a passable pay-per-view, to be honest. I think it's going to be good. Passable. passable. Best pay-per-view. It's not going to be better than... Uh, it's not going to be better than WrestleMania Backlash. Come on. Okay. Joe, how are you feeling? <laughs> I mean, you can see that well, smirk on his face. He knows. Yeah. I mean, AEW pay-per-views are always top-tier quality. You know, they're always, like, stealing the show. I, doubt, I, I dare say there'll be a match on there that everyone's talking about for weeks and weeks, if not months. I'm just excited to see, like, Huck and Danhausen to, like, start teaming together and, like, Huckhausen. So, yeah. I can't wait. Probably won't even be on the main show. They'll put it on the buy-in. Nice facing that smart mark guy that you like, Joe, as well. And Tony Nice. Tony Nice. Tony Nice. We we will go into AEW a little bit later, but, you know, most, unfortunately, mainstream is WWE. So we do need to talk a little bit about WWE, you know, just to wet the whistle a little bit till we move on to the main content of the show. This is the best <laughs> thing about Tyra not being here because he has no idea what's... You don't even know what AEW stands for, that guy. So, you know. <laughs> but we will talk some WWE news. I mean, we did briefly speak last week about the whole Naomi and Sasha Banks thing, whether it's a work or what's going on. But apparently they have now been removed from the opening titles. They've still been kind of bad talked about, kind of, on commentary as well. Is this still a work? Because, I mean, they're doing a lot about it to kind of making notices to it and actually talking about it a lot more than you would if, say, they just released Alexa Bliss, for example, for no reason whatsoever. I think it's it's one of these ones. I At first, I thought it was a work, and I know Joe said last week he felt it was a bit of a work as well. But if you look back into the history, like Austin, when Austin was told that he had to face Brock Lesnar um, on a random roll in a first round and, and job to him, and he walked out because he wasn't happy with the booking, they did, like, say he dropped his ball. You know, he, he got his ball and he went home. And similar things have happened with um, the match around Randy Savage, uh, Ultimate Warrior. I mean, Jeff Jarrett, if you look at what happened with Jeff Jarrett, um, he ended up saying, I'm leaving after tonight, my contract's up, I want you to pay everything that you owe me. Um, and then he never went back to the company for about 20 years. It took ages to build those bridges. And they mentioned that on television as well. Um, so I think it's one of these ones. They mentioned it on telly because I think it wants to be a deterrent to other wrestlers to say, no, you t- you know, you're contracted to turn up, do your job. You know, I know you don't like the gimmick. I know you don't like the matches that you're being billed for. But at the end of the day, it's your job. You're paid to be there, be a performer. And, you know, we we have your likeness. We're asking you to do this. You know, I think there is a bit both sides where they can have their input and say, actually, I think this is a silly idea. You know, Vince's door's open, the creative team's door's open. But ultimately, they've got a route of where these storylines are going. They know at the stadium shows they want to have Asuka versus 
Bianca Belair, they want the Becky Lynch's versus Bianca Belair's, maybe even the Ronda Rousey's versus the Becky Lynch's, you know? They know where they're going with these big shows, but they need to get there. And you do have these workhorses like the uh, the Becky Lynch, uh, the Sasha Banks's, the Naomi's, that are very good wrestlers, they'll put on a very good show. And ultimately, if you said to me, is Sasha Banks going to be a women's champion again? Yes. Do I think Naomi has a chance of being a women's champion again? Yes. So if they have to job out and put somebody over and give them a bit more stock, to me, I don't see the problem, but you don't know what the full story is backstage. And I think it's going to take a lot to come back from it. I've heard things such as Sasha Banks' contract is up soon. So whether they, they can come back, like if it was something like an Ali, where Ali's got three or four years left on his contract, then, okay, build the bridges, get her back on telly, people like seeing her. But if it's the case that there's only a few months left, maybe there does need to be a, you know, a bit of separation to heal the wounds. And I think it is leading that way. But I think with Naomi, I do think that she'll come back. You know, she's part of the bloodline, um, an official, but official. You know, she does have a lot of stock in WWE. So I think bridges can be built with Naomi. But with Sasha Banks, I do think that I can't see any way back. I do think that she's probably going to exit the company. But that's my prediction. I don't know if it's happening for soon, but that's what the signs are telling me from what I'm watching. Juan Joe, are you putting your clash of the clash at the castle tickets on the line? Are you revoking it? Is it still a work, Joe? No, I'm not putting my tickets on the line, but I do think it's a work. But they are putting a lot of effort into basically slag them off on air and as Dan said this has happened before where they've mentioned it or they've taken real life and made it into a story like Jerry the King Lola having a heart attack he actually did have a heart attack but then they put it into a storyline so like it's wrestling like you know is it real is it work I don't know like the best storylines like blurred between the two I mean this might just be really, really clever booking. I don't know if I would give WWE that much credit for, for thinking this idea up, but I know then they probably, oh, yeah, we can make this into a... Sasha and Naomi aren't happy, or we'll make this into a storyline. So it could be, but I don't know. I, I def, I'm not as confident as I was last week, I'll put it that way. I mean, you look on the other side of the company and we go back to AEW here, obviously they used a lot of it in the storylines with Cody Rhodes, obviously saying he's not wrestling with a contract, he's on a handshake deal, is it a work, is it not a work, is he going to WWE, what's going to happen? And they kept referencing it on AEW TV and then obviously he turned up at WrestleMania, so I have no idea what, what's going to happen. I think... Sasha, this is not the first time it's happened, so obviously it's a, a little bit more difficult for her situation if it is real. But Naomi, like you said, has always been that reliable one. She's always been there putting the new talent over Royal Rumble spot merchant. So I have no idea what's going to happen. Have they said that they strip the belts and they're doing a tournament? Have they said that? Yeah, a future tournament, but... There's a speculation of like who's going to face for the tag titles because I think some people looked at who's in you know who's in the women's division who they got called up at the moment and a respectable tournament has eight teams they don't even, they don't have sixteen women's wrestlers on the main roster so how are they going to do a tournament whether it's just a um, an eight person team you know you look at the respectable teams you've got Shayna Baszler and Talia you could make a makeshift team of uh, Aaliyah and Shotzi um, you could maybe bring Katana Chance and and Caden Carter up from NXT, they just throw them into it. Um, and then 
you could toxic put another attraction. team. Yeah, well, potentially toxic attraction, but they're the main thing of NXT. I think they're the ones they'll stay in NXT for quite a while. Um, I would personally like to see Ronda Rouser and Shayna Baszler win the women's tag titles. But if you said to me, do you want that or do you just want to dissolve the tag belts altogether? To be fair, it might be a bit controversial. Myself, I'd prefer them just to get rid of the belts because if you don't have enough women on the roster and you can't have a competitive... The only reason they have those belts, in my opinion is when they get to WrestleMania, they want to feature all of the women on a WrestleMania match. So the past two years in a row, they've done a multi-woman gauntlet women's match for the women's tag titles, just to make sure everyone's featured. Um, it's a little bit lazy, in my opinion, with that. But I personally would like to see the tag titles be dissolved. But if you have to put them on somebody, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey's the horsewomen holding those belts, I think it will inject a little bit of credibility back into that division. Do you think, I'm going to throw this at you now, see if um, you would prefer this instead. But obviously, in the, the men's division, we have the Universal Championship or WWE title. Then we have the Intercontinental and United States Championship. Would a second women's belt be okay? I'm not saying exactly what it would be called. Say European Championship, for example, if you want to bring back a classic but make it women only. Would that help? Because there isn't enough tag belts. Would you be? Would you welcome that idea? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, you look at it with AEW, for example, and they've got the women's championship, and that is like high caliber. That match is going to be mm -hmm. off. That match, I know we'll get break it down in a minute. It's going to be, I think, it's my prediction of match of the uh, match of the night. I think that's going to steal the show. But if you think of WWE, can I see like a mid card women's belt? Yeah, I can. But I do think they've just done this breakout tournament in um, NXT and. There's quite a lot of women that are on the way up, but there's some who've been there for quite a while, like uh, Katana Chance has been there for quite a while, Io Shirai. Um, you've got all of these women ready to be called up. Yeah, um, you could put on some absolute barn burners. And you look at NXT the, the other week, they did an entire show where every single match featured women in it. Um, it was a, and it worked out really well. I'm pretty sure it had some good ratings on it. So yeah, a secondary women's belt would be pretty good. But you could have a look at that 24-7 title. They currently have... Carmella and Dana Brooke feud in for that. Um, mm -hmm. So they're kind of doing it with that belt. Um, I do think that storyline is probably coming to an end. But yeah, secondary women's um, title, you know, almost like a European, or you could call it, um, I don't know how, what you'd call it. They'd probably give it some sort of gimmick, like the, um, well, I can't think of a name on the top of my head, but something. I mean, something if I was going to say, yeah, if you wanted to go something along the lines of AEW, you could call it the USA. Oh, you can't really cut you like the Fox title or something, the Fox Championship, you know, named after the broadcast company for SmackDown or something. Um, there's, there's a couple of things, you know, they, they could do. Uh, they've had, well, a, I think they had Kaylee Ray. She called the women's title in NXT UK. She called it the Forever title. I thought that was a really cool name. She was a Forever champion. So, yeah, Forever would be pretty funky. You know, you've got Universal, Intercontinental, United States. You've got North American, which is on NXT uh, 2.0. But for I think if I had to put a name on it now, if you're asking me, I'd say a forever champion because that just sounds wicked. You can put that on T-shirts, all sorts. And you can just imagine the merch. I've got the forever title on my shelf. just sounds wicked. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know what they're going to do. Uh, like I said, they've got this tournament. I assume if, if anything, then they get the availability. They could just bring in some, like, former tag teams, like... I know they have said that they've retired from wrestling now, but they could bring in the Iconics, for example, even if it was just yeah. for a match. Think of the pop they would get. Chances are, if they do that, we know who's winning it. The Bella Twins will come back and win it all, but there you That'd go. Be, bro. 
yeah, so who knows uh, what's going to happen. But we will find out, hopefully, in the next few weeks Holla. what is going to happen with the women's division and the tag titles. But speaking of women and WWE, Stephanie McMahon announced a leave of absence from the from the uh, chief brand officer job. I know it's not officially forever, but it's just a temporary leave. But big steps considering she this is all she's done for the last 20, 25 years, I want to say. If not a little bit more, yeah, I'd say about 25. And if you look at it, if you said to somebody, you're going to work non-stop for 25 years, even in a job you love. And I know Vince has been doing it. Vince never takes time off, but it is unhealthy to work, 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 work. Sometimes you need, and we're all like this, you know, with, with our own jobs. Sometimes you need those week, two weeks off, recharge the batteries, you know, in your case, go on a beach or go for a nice walk up a mountain or something. Sometimes you just need to switch off. And then when you come back, you've got your creative juices flowing. You're ready to go. Um, it helps if it helps your job because your job, you're so much better at your job for having more creative ideas and it's for your health as well. And you look at the uh, poor health that unfortunately Paul of X had. If anything, yeah, they're due a holiday. Go on a beach, have some fun, recharge your batteries. You know, their family's still quite young. And, um, you know, there's so many memories that they don't want to miss with that. You know, if you think about it, for the past 25 years, she's been doing not the same thing, but with the same company, trying to make the company massive, bringing in the women's evolution or women's pay-per-view. She's done so much. She deserves a break. Um, so, you know, good on her. Everyone with conspiracy theories are saying, oh, that's because Nick Khan's coming in. They're selling it to Disney. It, you know, it's something to do with the Sasha Banks thing. No, I just think in my in, in my eyes, I see it as her taking a bit of time to recharge the batteries. And you know what? Sometimes we all need to do that. So um, hopefully she gets a good bit of R&R. And then when she comes back, makes the product better for it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, like I said, just even taking some, some time for yourself, Joe, it, it's best for what? It's best for business. Exactly. There you go. Get it on a T-shirt. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully uh, she'll be fine. Like you said, with the whole Paul effect thing, you know, we see the, the times that he's gone through, obviously officially retiring from from professional wrestling now. Hopefully they can enjoy some family time, come back and see what happens. Two more pieces of WWE news and then we can go on to it. Don't worry. <laughs> I can see Joe's bursting at the scenes for this. So excited. But, but very quickly, obviously, two big newses came out. Two big newses? Is that even a Two phrase? big newses. Two big newses came out of SmackDown this week. And the first one, Saturday, November 5th, WWE are returning to Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel Jack. The Crown Jewel Jack. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about this. They usually do two a year now. But uh, they've officially announced the date. Um, in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, uh, where they had elimination chamber, now they're going back to uh, for Riyadh. I've only got one issue with this, Go and on. it's just with the date. So, American fans, yes. I don't, I don't think the American fans have this problem, but with the British fans, it is on a very nice holiday. I say holiday, we don't get time off for it, but it's a oh, well known, um, yeah, November fifth. It's what we call bonfire night. It's uh, where um, Guy Fawkes or Guido Fawkes, however you want to pronounce him, um, put uh, it was a gunpowder plot where he uh, basically looked to blow up the Houses of Parliament. The plot was foiled, um, and 
to show the historical event, uh, we blow fireworks up in the sky. Um, but it, there's with the, what with British public do, we cook hot dogs and hamburgers on the barbecue. We drink beer. We put big coats on, and we watch it in the. And watch V for Vendetta. Vendetta. And yeah, watch V for Vendetta. Vendetta. <laughs> but, you you know this event's going to be starting at five six o'clock, and it's going to be finishing at nine o'clock our time. The nights are going to be going dark at five o'clock, and the whiz bang fizzes are going to be going off then. So it's probably going to be the first time ever that I've stayed in for bonfire night. I will be watching the show. Think it. I don't know what the match is. If I had to predict the main event at the moment, I would say Goldberg versus he's going for Tyson Fury. He's going for Tyson Fury. You know he's coming for it. We did say originally. Tyson Fury, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you think oh, there must be a Tyson Fury. They'll bring some one of the legends are coming back to do it. Maybe even actually, I'll say Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles. That's going to be the main event. Ooh, ooh. And you know what? Take my money right now. What That's better exactly than watching we Hugo Weaving and FIFA Vendetta is watching Shawn Michaels with that bold head fighting again. All we but, want in life. But the good thing is with the Saudi Arabia shows is there's always plenty of fireworks, so at least you still have that. Well, exactly. So, yeah, we get the fireworks on telly. As long as there's camels, you know what? I'll forgive them. Hopefully the camels will be back. But the other... Big news that came out of SmackDown. Anyone want to take a quick guess? It's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, um, Happy Corbin smashed to pieces the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy. He smashed it into tatters and he nicked it. It's gone. It's got. It's absolutely gone. And it's quite disrespectful to the legacy of Andre the Giant, in, in all truth. Joe, what do you think it is? Um, I see something that um, they're going to get rid of the brand, brand splits. Is that what you're talking about? No, it's not. It's about the <laughs> Usos, the bloodline, and, you know, our tribal chief adding more titles. It's about those Usos winning the tag titles and unifying both Raw and SmackDown tag champs. Yeah, it should have happened about three weeks ago, but there you My go. It finally actually. happened. To be honest, it, it finally happened, happened on Hell in a Cell. Why couldn't they do it on Hell in a Cell? Well, the kind of, I don't know if you saw on Raw, Riddle's kind of that, I don't know what the future of RK Bro is going to be. I'd like this heartfelt speech going on. Um, I assume they might have a rematch at Hell in a Cell, and that's where the turn possibly is finally going to happen. But yeah, the titles are finally undisputed, the tag titles, and the bloodline officially hold technically six belts. Well, one, two. Three, four, it's four belts, isn't it? But, you know, if you count them all se separately, I mean. Uh, but, yeah, all We just need Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, he's in the continental US now. 24-7. Just give him the 24-7. Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa, he's ready to be called up. Mate, he is so over in NXT 2.0. Call up Solo Sokoa. He's um, the third Uso brother. And he can have the other belts. And get Paul Heyman on the 24-7. Love it. Yeah, sounds good. Protect me, my tribal chief. But yeah, um, uh, how I'm just gonna quickly ask. Obviously, with this undisputed thing that's going on at the moment, how long is it gonna last? Is it are they undisputed forever now? And the I mean, Joe kind of went on with it, even if he was joking a little bit about this brand split going. Because if they are, if they are keeping the belts undisputed, is there a point of a brand split? Mm, no, I I mean I. Again, it's it's on digit, so I think what what they see with the picture saw, but they basically said from like now on, like from whatever it is, like next couple of weeks, like 
I think they said that all the SmackDown superstars are on Raw this week, and it's basically they've just they haven't officially announced it, but they basically dropped the brand split, and like and like both champions could be on both shows because obviously the Bloodline holds ninety percent of the championships, and like the only titles they're on separate shows like the Intercontinental and US Championship, so it it would just yeah. it would just make sense for them both to be on both like everyone like Raw SmackDown to be. There's no like integration between the shows now. They just do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, we'll go from a possible brand split to only one brand now, and the moment we've all been waiting for this Sunday live on pay per view. You can watch it in the United States on whatever it is on. You can buy it on pay per view. I think it's what's it called over there? I can't remember. Uh, Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report, Report, and it's Fight UK internationally, Fight UK, Mm -hmm. it's Fight TV internationally, you can purchase it on, I bought it over a month ago, this Sunday night, it is the third annual AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view live from Las Vegas, Nevada. And we're going to break it down for you right now. So, like we said at the, the top of the show, we're all excited for it. AEW shows are better than all WWE shows. We all know it's true. WrestleMania so many Backlash, matches as well. So many, so many matches. So many matches. Where do we begin? There's only 11 on the card. And the one thing with AEW as well is they usually last until about 5am. They're usually four hours long. So can't wait to watch it live. I'm going to be dead in the morning. It's going to be great. <laughs> and they always have every title on the line as well, usually. Uh, but they're also having the inaugural winners of the Owen Hart Cup tournament as well. So the, um, we'll... What's it called? Uh, title's not on the line, is it? The um, TNT title? Um, unless they announced it recently. Well, I don't no, think I think he, he faced Frankie Gazarian, didn't he, on uh, last yeah. week's Rampage. Um, they've been making it more of a Rampage thing, but everyone's, you know what, it's probably nice to actually not talk about the TNT title. It's so muddled at the moment with heels facing heels, faces facing faces, trying to get, um, you know, uh, the budget Carmella and Corey Graves over. Like, it's yeah, it's hard to watch at points. But um, these 11 matches, some of them have just been thrown together. Some of them they've been building for a couple of months. I'm looking forward to this breakdown. I think it's going to be a great show. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, they've got, um, what am I calling them? So I was just having a look at the, because um, I thought they were obviously going towards Paige Van Zandt uh, taking on, obviously, Ty Conti and having that kind of mixed tag match as well. And obviously that hasn't officially been announced. So whether that gets announced at Rampage, well, she posted, um She posted like a training video, didn't she, the other day on Twitter a couple of days ago of her Same running the ropes. Same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah and I, I'm excited to see it. You know, is she going to be an ex-Ronda Rousey? Hopefully. I mean, she's a she's not bad to look at. She's great in uh, the MMA ring. Uh, she's great on Instagram and social media. And she's pretty good on the mic as well. Um, so can't really explain, but I always thought this would probably be her debut. So, unless they announce something on Rampage, we'll probably have to wait a little bit longer. Possibly yeah. the pay per view after that being Forbidden Door, which is only a month away, to be fair. But who knows? Not but long to wait. Let's, 
let's break it down. We are on the buy-in, just to let you know. The buy-in match is Huckhausen versus Tony Nice and Smart Mark Sterling. Uh, we finally got the tag team everybody wanted of Hook and Danhausen. Um, I think this is pr pretty standard, this match of what's going to happen. It's, it's what the fans wanted for so long. They're finally going to tag together. They're going to put some curses on him and then he's going <laughs> to go into a... Uh, Hooks finisher, I can't remember what it's called. That obviously Taz submission. Red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum. Yeah, uh, and then it's <laughs> going to put like some kind of curse on him. He'll get into the red rum, and that's going to kind of be like their gimmick for for a few months until he's had enough, really. But yeah, it's it. I think I didn't really know who Dan Housen was, but I think a lot of people, obviously on the indie circuits, knew who he was and were quite excited when he came onto it. So, if you're a casual wrestling fan watching the buying for free on YouTube and you see him on there, I can I can understand why you put it on the buying. You know, it will be a solid match. Like Dan Housen is like that gimmick character, and obviously Hook is pretty decent in the ring as well. So, Building no complaints about it being on the buying. No, and if, I think this match potentially could be sponsored by Lay's. I think that's the name of the crisps in America, isn't it? Walkers over Walkers. in the UK, yeah, yeah. Lay's in the, in the US. It could be sponsored, you know, they could be throwing crisps at each other. But looking at the build of it, it's been quite weird. You've had Tony Nice face Danhausen in Danhausen's debut, and he literally squashed him within, what, 20 seconds? He chucked him into the corner and kneed him in the face, and he pinned him. So it's kind of making out that Danhausen's a bit weak. Um, AEW's usually been staying away with all these super, away like supernatural stuff. So I do think it's going to be very heavy hook orientated. Um, it'd be a bit of the chasing smart marks dealing around the ring. It's just going to be a bit of uh, funny light entertainment for the crowd to get into, get their chance going. Um, if you're asking me for my predictions on this one, I think Dan Housen picks up his first win. Tony Meese got the win in the singles. So I think that Hook Housen, they're going to start their run in the tag division, get the very first win. Yeah, you think Dan Housen's getting the pin? Um, no, I think Hook's going to tap out Smart. Oh, yeah. I sort of thought you meant. I thought when you said Dan Housen's going to get his first win, I'm like, what? No, like I said, I well, think no, he's going to be some kind of like cursed. Yeah, he's going to yeah. get like the curse on him and Hook's going to uh, get Red Rum. Red Rum. Red Rum. But yeah. We'll go into the the main card now and the first of the time. Actually, it's just going off the order on Wikipedia here, whether this is the actual order of the night. Who knows? But it is a singles match for the AEW TBS Championship between Jade Cargill and... So I'm just having a look on there. So it's because she's with Kira Hogan and Red Velvet versus Anna J. Join the Dark Order. Um, I am going to... I don't. I think you guys might disagree with me on this one. And I'm happy to, for you guys to ridicule me next week if I get it wrong. But I've got a feeling... They've stopped saying how many wins in a row she's getting, and now she's gone and switched to more sort of like a baddie kind of thing. She's got her entourage. You know, you could see mm -hmm. it going towards now more towards the world title. You know, her versus Sunder Rosa in a couple months' time or six months' time, I think. If we can start building it now, it would be brilliant. So I think it's time that we get the second ever uh, TBS champion. Put it on Anna Jay. Join the Dark Order. I know you're probably going to predict to get I'm going to go out on a whim, and I think this is the time we see that title change hands for the first time. I mean, this is why your bottom of the AEW pay-per-view prediction league, if there was one. But fair <laughs> enough, that's what you want to go for, Joe. Tell him how stupid he is. I mean, 
Jake Cargill can do what she wants, you know. She's just like an absolute <laughs> unit. So I, I'm not betting against her because she'll step on me. <laughs> to be honest, I, I think that um, I think Anna Jay could probably beat you up in all jail. I would let her too. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, uh, creepy as all. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, Jay Cargill's winning this one. Don't be stupid, Dan. But, yeah, well, we'll go. see. We'll see. You know, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a, um, a, a podcast apology if I'm right. Right. Make sure you have that. But you get to ridicule me if week. I'm wrong. I'll take it. I'll take it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I've just got a feeling. If you're this, right, it's the biggest thing. prediction ever. I think that's like the out. Put it on. Let's have a look. Go on Skybet and put it on now because I bet it's big odds. If it is, put a pound on it. You know. You can thank me later. You can buy me a pint at Clash at the Castle in Cardiff <laughs> when we go to the, the tiny rebel brewery and drink their piss. <laughs> okay, the next match is a six-man tag team match between two houses, a house of black and a house of death triangles. I thought you were going to say a house of triangles then. <laughs> <laughs> they just walk in, there's Toblerones everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd like to live in that house. But yeah, it's Malachi Black, Miss Alexa Blitz, Bliss's ex, Buddy Murphy, and Brody King. Well, it's um, Rhea Ripley's current um, partner. That is true. Mr. Ripley mm. uh, versus Death Triangle, Pac, Penta, and Ray Phoenix with Alex Abrahantes. So, um, yeah, good. Let's have a look at this one then. It is the House of Black versus Death Triangle. I think going into a little bit more difficult to predict now. I'm going for House of Black, uh, but obviously they've only just recently reunited Death Triangle. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, they did come up with the win, but uh, didn't Rafe, it was Penta, that recently came back, wasn't it, after his injury? And obviously Rafe Phoenix, yeah. Rafe Phoenix, oh yeah. And he had the, um, the Owen Hart Memorial Battle match and obviously um didn't win so he's already lost after coming back so i don't see the harm of them losing but they want to build this dominant tag team up or group that are kind of rivaling what the dark order probably should have been if obviously Brody lee was still with us but um yeah house of black for me yeah, I think I'm, I'm leading with you on that one. You can see that they're all on undefeated streaks. Um, I think, um, actually, I think um, Alistair Black, or whatever he's called, Malagai Black, he's called himself. I think he did lose to Cody, didn't he? I think Cody got his yeah. retribution. I'm pretty sure he has picked up an L. But Brody King, he's, I want to say, undisputed, undefeated. I don't think I've seen him lose. Um, but he's not had many matches, um, so we can't really throw that in there. But... It's all about, if you look at the storytelling of it, it's all about, well, they're now back to full strength. Um, if I had to predict it, I mean, my head says um, death, my head says House of Black, but my heart says Death Triangle. I think for storyline purposes, because they've built it up over the past few months, people getting attacked, I think it's a good feel-good moment that the faces get their retribution um, and get a win. Um, end that story, you know, get their faces, get in the win. Um, and then we can all move on. Um, but it's been building on for months, so I think the faces might get the win on this one. Joe? House of Black. They, they, need, to, uh, they need to get Pender on a, on a big like upside-down cross and set it on fire like, like the Ministry of Darkness. Jesus! 
Who knows? Maybe we could we see know what, I mean. We know what AEW is like with Pyro. Like, you imagine with the Exploding Deathmatch, how it would be if they just got the, the flaming cross. <laughs> it would just like, pew, pew, pew. It would just be, be another botch. It would just, it would just be glitters. Like, it would just be like sparkles around the outside. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, he's been set. Oh, no, we're going to break. Never mind. Okay. Now this one. Some would say it is a dream match. It is. I think it has happened before on the indies. It is the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. I mean, obviously, I can't really think of any other tag teams that most of the new tag teams haven't kind of merged themselves off. Then the Hardy Boys, obviously one of the most revolutionary tag teams of all time. The Young Bucks are definitely just kind of, I say a little bit of carbon copies of the Hardys. The brothers versus brothers. It's a perfect match. It did happen on the Indies, I want to say, a few years ago, didn't it? Yeah, the night before WrestleMania. Yeah, they had a ladder match before um, they did re-debut back in WWE. Yeah, so I'm sure that match was great. And this one is probably going to be great as well. Uh, with this one, I think the Hardys are coming towards the end of their time. And I think the Young Bucks are going to kind of like grab the torch off them, so to speak. So I am going for Young Bucks to win. I'm surprised with you saying that because I can see it. You know, you've got Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy reforming. You know, they, they eventually want to be going back towards those tag belts, you know, facing the Jurassic Express or whoever walks out of that show with the tag titles. Um, I predict a Hardy Boys win. I think the the elite and the super elite, they're having a bit of a downward spiral. They don't know who the leader is. Uh, you know, Kenny Omega's on his way back at some point as well where there's going to be a little bit more rifts. So I think that it actually helps with storyline purposes for the Bucks to lose because they're on a little bit of a downward spiral anyway. They're trying to reclaim their glory. But the Hardy Boys are on the up. Um, I think Jeff Hardy's only lost the one match to Adam Cole. So, yeah, I can see the Hardy Boys picking up the dub on this one. Joe, are you siding with Dan or me? Those young bucks, I think. Yeah, I think Matt Hardy's like, he's like, he was the manager, wasn't he? The Hardy family organization obviously got kicked out of that. I mean, I don't know how much longer the Hardys could go. Like, as that said, it would be nice for them to get the AW World, the tag team title. So they've pretty much, they like, the deadly is like they've held like pretty much every single one. It'd be nice for them to win just for like the start to stake, maybe, but no, I I I think the young bucks will win this one. Yeah. I, I think the Hardys will probably win the tag title. I think they're kind of doing a year or two years of their greatest hits, having a final run. They might bring back some of their vignettes at some point at the end of the year, beginning the next. They'll win the tag titles when they kind of reform as like the unbroken side, possibly, which I can see possibly happen next year. They'll have the Hardy's greatest hits. They'll have the unbroken saga again, greatest hits, and then finally retire and possibly go back to WWE for the Hall of Fame. Who knows? But that's the way I see it. They will win the titles at one point, just so obviously they can say that they've won it in every division that they've ever been in, every company, sorry. But yeah, Young Bucks, I think this is more of like a passing the torch moment. And I think the way that it's going on, saying obviously you're just like basically shitter versions of us kind of thing. The Hardy Boys saying that, I think the Young Bucks are taking the winner in this. But 
Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of tag matches looking at this card, by the way, as well. There's mm. not, um, obviously. they got such I a massive roster, as... though, isn't they? You know, they want to yeah. try to use a third of their roster, so. Exactly, I mean, it's only a third. I mean, where is Orange Cassidy? Where is he gone? No one knows. But, He's um, been fresh and squeezed. Exactly. Uh, but we'll move on to this match. It was, they did ask for it. Chris Jericho came out on stage on last week's Dynamite. Dan's probably up to that point now. He's just recently watched it because he's watching last week's Dynamite now. And he no, was I got, offering I got Rampage the... on. I've watched him. You're all good. Oh, you got Rampage. He offered, yeah. he offered the third stadium stampede match. They wanted it. The Jericho Appreciation Society were like, let's have stadium stampede. Let's bring it back. And then Moxley was like, nah, we don't need that shit. We're wrestlers <laughs> and we want a rock. You call it whatever you want. Call it anarchy in the arena if you want to. It is going to be a hell of a fight. And it is now known as the anarchy in the arena match between the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society against the Blackpool Combat Club with Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz. So Are you excited? It's a false count anyway. I assume that means no rules as well, so you can do what you want. I mean, they always have these weird stipulations where between street fight and hardcore for matches and false count anywhere. All basically the same. But yeah, anarchy in the arena. No stadium stampede. Maybe they'll go out to Jacksonville uh, and go to the go to the, the football ground anyway. That could be great. Who knows? But um, <laughs> yeah, it is anarchy in the arena. The C to see the JAS versus Blackpool Combat Club and Kingston Santana and Ortiz who is winning this one Joe Blackpool Combat Club do it for the Blackpool boys Blackpool boys I would be surprised if Winnie Regal I would be surprised if Winnie Regal comes out with a brass knucks and like smacks them with him again if if you did watch Dynamite as well he mentioned it on Dynamite. Chris Jericho said those words that we all long to hear. He said, be careful or I'll take another pee in your tea. He said <laughs> it. He referenced it on AW Dynamite. He said, I'll take another piss in your tea. Um, but yeah, Dan, are you excited? Is yeah, it going to be it's good? Gonna be, it's going to be a fun 10, 20 minutes. They're in Las Vegas. If they don't incorporate the strip... They don't go to say say hello to Celine Dion during a residency and sing. I oh, know it's it's it, it's it's live in the arena. It's not going to be like thingy. Like Penn and Teller, and Teller lives backstage. You know, they um yeah. they you know do some tricks with some boxes or something with Penn and Teller. Anything could happen. It's Vegas, baby. Um, yeah, it's going to be. We we know what the last two stadium stampede matches are. I think we know what to predict with this one. Uh, my prediction, very similar. The Blackpool Combat Club and LAX. Yeah, I think they're probably going to pick up the win. Um, the Jericho Appreciation Society, he's helping a lot of uh, the young guys make their way and uh, come up in the ranks. Um, I think it'll be good for him. You know, you think about it a year ago, Ever Ice couldn't even get a match on NXT. Now they're on probably the middle card of uh, pay-per-view. So you look at it now, it's only putting their, all their stocks up. So it'll be a decent watch. I, I think we're thoroughly going to enjoy this one. Yeah, I mean, the stadium stampedes, I know, I think the first one took a lot of 
shit for i mean it did have its comedy moments with matt hardy in the pool of reincarnation and stuff as well because they could do what they wanted because again it's an empty arena it's pre-recorded they can do whatever they want whereas this one is going to be live in the arena in front of everybody so i don't think there's going to be as much gimmicks as as that but yeah i think the blackpool combat club are all about fighting and doing that kind of hard gritty stuff so yeah, William Regal getting involved, possibly like at the end of the match to like baseball bat or brass knuckles. Chris Jericho, love to see it. Blackpool Combat Club doing it for the Blackpool boys with a Z. Things we like to but, see. Yes. Okay. Now this one. It is, I would say, a great storyline. It's lasted God knows how long. MJF versus Wardlow. If Wardlow wins, he will be granted his release from his contract with MJF. If MJF wins, Wardlow will be permanently banned from signing with AEW and possibly go over to WWE and sign with them. What's going to happen, Dan? Um, we're going to get Wardlow getting his release. He's going to get his redemption. He's going to pick up the win. Um, he's a very, very rare loss for MJF. He's going to have a hard fall, he's gonna, but he's going to overcome everything. And he's going to get signed to AEW, where he'll get to climb the ranks and eventually go for the world title. So, yeah, I think he's going to, um, this is going to be a stepping stone for Wardlow to elevate himself into the main event picture. This is why you're bottom of the prediction, Lee. Joe, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, Wardlow to win because they've been building this up for so long, you know, the handcuffing him, you know, his hands behind his back, he's not allowed to touch him, you know, he's. Um, on Rampage, he belted him with the belt, and you know, if if Wardlow doesn't win, like what? Why you've been building up all these months? Yeah, Wardlow to win for me, definitely. See, see, Jamie, Joe agrees. Yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but he's better than you, and you know it. But how great would it be if MJF did win? It's not going to happen. Well, but, with um, the contract yeah. things as well, where he's annoying Tony Khan saying he wants more money, and you know what? Deservedly so. MJF should want more money. He's been one of the main major attractions. If you know, you say name me five stars from AEW. He's one of the people that people will always mention. So I think they want it. They should want to fight to keep the guy. Um, and I don't blame him for wanting requesting more money, to be honest. Um, but I do think that it's a little bit of the Vinnie Mac thing of yeah, you want more money? Well, we're going to get this guy. We're going to get the pig to beat you up. Yeah, but no, yeah, I think. I'd love to see MJF because I think that they could still carry it on a little bit as well uh, with the storyline. Because they always used to do it with WWE a little bit, didn't they? They were like, oh, yeah, you're banned from signing or whatever. Or you're banned from the arena. Then they'll just turn up as like a crowd member and then they'll get a rematch and win it that way. Like a you just join the Dark Order. Match. Or just, just do that. The dark I mean, order, yeah. Exactly. But no, yeah. Um, I'd love to see MJF win the match and then see him go down that route. But... Like you said, they've built up this storyline for over, over a year now, obviously when they joined the Inner Circle and stuff as well. Um, so, yeah, Wardlow's going to take the win, unfortunately. but And then we'll see what happens. He'll be released in a year. It'll be great. We'll love it. <laughs> right. This is one. I can see Dan already getting excited about this one. It is the Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final women's match it's not officially announced who it is yet because that's on rampage this week but it is 
Are you ready to get those fingers ready? Because it is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. First off, is it Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander? Joe, who's it going to be? I, I want it to be Ruby Soho. Yeah, I think that's understandable, Dan. You say that? Yeah, Ruby's they've been doing things backstage for months where Ruby and uh, Britt have been having arguments, so it only makes sense for them to have a match together. Okay. We all agree it's Ruby Soho versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Who's taking the W-I-N? Who's taking Britt it, Baker. Joe? Uh, yeah, I'm, it's, I think it's a telltale sign that... Uh, Two people that are in a relationship are in both finals. And I think both of them are going to walk out with their Mr. and Mrs. Championships. Mr. and Mrs. Heart. It's a heart as well. <laughs> and they're in love with each other. Who would have thought? But no, yeah. Dr. Britt Baker, she's the best female wrestler in all of wrestling right now. That counts AEW, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling whatever else you promotion you want to call out there as well um she has to do it and yeah dr Britt baker dmd to take the win on that one and then you've already kind of said your prediction now you think yep. adam cole baby baby is gonna beat that samoan joseph for the men's owen hart i do yeah, yeah. well you think you've got um samoa joe is um a, pretty much a ring of honor uh, competitor you know you've got adam cole he's an AEW competitor so it only just makes sense to me i think this one is one that i can say that it's locked in i don't i can't see samoa joe winning i think it'd be an absolute incredible match but i think it's all day long adam cole joe adam cole baby you know you you we all know it's all about that boom um but the question is I mean, I assume we're possibly going to see Fish and O'Reilly kind of interfere, and that's probably how he's going to pick up the win. And then possibly, are we finally going to have him come out on his return? This is the question I'm asking you now. Will Kenny Omega face down with Adam Cole after that match? Yeah, you know, could do. If he's fed up of an argument with the Ikes, he could pop along and uh, actually come back. It all depends on how bad his vertigo is. Hopefully he is better. Hopefully we can see him back because he does bring a lot of star power. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good shout. I, we always have some sort of returns or debuts. I think they've signed enough people uh, quite recently. So actually to have somebody come back who's under contract, yeah, I'm all for it. That'd be wicked to see. So Joe, would you rather see Kenny Omega come out and go face to face with Adam Cole, or come out at the end of the show face to face against Adam Page or CM Punk. Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega, definitely. And obviously, you can have that whole dine. I mean, possibly, I'm going to throw another curveball at you both now as well. Obviously, we all think Kenny Omega is going to come back, and that's going to split up the undisputed era. And obviously, it's going to kind of be them three versus them three, possibly. But what if he comes back and joins the Undisputed Era? Obviously, we know it's not going to last forever. But, you know, they kind of come back and everyone thinks he's going to help Samoa Joe win it. And then he kind of doesn't. And obviously, aligns with Adam Cole. So he wins it that way, possibly. 
and then they kind of have a super ultimate uh, undisputed era league or whatever you want to call it um, <laughs> and have all six of them. I mean, it's a seven technically all together as well. So, There's too many names for the elite now. There's too many names for the super click, super elite, elite. Yeah, but that's the thing. Elite. Elite. This is the thing now as well because I assume they are going down. The, Tony Khan has mentioned he does have those trio belts ready. Can you see any other trio going at it besides Jurassic Express? The undisputed. Besides the undisputed elite versus the elite of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Adam Cole and Red Dragon. That is yeah, the match loads. you want to see. There's but that's the match you want to see. Oh, that is the big if you one. Pick out the, the teams that they have. There are other trios, obviously. Yeah. We've, we spoke about it before Jurassic Express, Death Triangle, House of Black. There are trios. But if you're talking about the inaugural match for that title, to have the undisputed. Uh, the, uh, sorry, they are called Undisputed, aren't they? Yeah, the Undisputed yeah. Elite versus the Elite for the inaugural triple threat. What more do you want? American top I mean, you'd say now, but... give me, take my money. <laughs> but, yeah. Nah, American I'm... top team. Let's go with that. Give Dan Lambert a belt. My oh, dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. So, we are going with Adam Cole Bebe for that one. Bebe. And possibly... Kenny Omega returning at the end of that match. Would be good. Okay. From talking about a trios team to a trio tag match oh. of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Team Taz versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Let's go, Dan. Yeah, with this one... I don't want to say I don't care, but I kind of don't care. I think it's got Jurassic Express retaining all day long. But to be fair, I just think it's the case that they want to use these people up. Um, it'd, be, it'd be okay, but ultimately I don't care. I know it sounds horrible, but yeah, Jurassic Express retaining. Joe? Same. Don't care, but Jurassic Express. Fair enough. No love for... Limitless Keefley or Swervy Swerve 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 Strickland. No, we're on Dynamite. It was quite funny. They were having that promo off last week, and they they called Keith Lee Rex from Toy Story. That made me yeah. laugh loads. And they said that, that Ricky that Starks great. looked like a bar of soap with a gold chain around it. Yeah, but that no, yeah. Chuckle. Jurassic Express to retain, and then you thinking it's possibly the winner of the Hardys versus Young Bucks to face them at. I mean, they might not even face or them. They FTR. might face, obviously, for Forbidden Door team. Yeah, well, we've got FTR coming up as well. Yeah, so who knows? Uh, but Jurassic Express to retain. We have two matches left on the card, and they are for the AEW Women's World Championship, the first one, which I believe Dan said was going to be match of the night between yes, I think it is. Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb, formerly known as Woman with Shaved Head in the Straight Edge Society. <laughs> What's she called? Serena, wasn't she? She was just called Serena. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be matched tonight. I think with Thunder Rosa, she's only had like, I think maybe one title defence previous or maybe two. Um, she's still building up a way. They like to have people holding the belts for quite a while. Um, I think one of the, it's going to be matched tonight. It's going to be Thunder Rosa 
um, getting the win. But um, I know that we like we like to see like women debuting. I think we'll probably see somebody like uh, Nixon Newell or an Athena in the front row watching the match. I think one of them might step forward to be watching the match to say, you know what, I'm joining this company and I want next. I'm going to say Ember Moon, now known as Athena, or my personal pick, Nixon Newell. Get the Welsh wrestler on there. Okay, Joe, how are you feeling? Thunder Rosa to win. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Thunder Rosa, like I said, it's quite early on in her her reign as champion. I don't see her losing um, so soon. But, um, yeah, Thunder Rosa. I don't see it being match of the night, but there you go. Um, what do you think match of the night's going to be? I mean, we can talk about that after we've gone through the main event, really. But um, <laughs> So the main event, you think the main event then? No, I mean... It's uh, as much as stupid they are. I do like these gimmick matches sometimes. Anarchy in the arena could be great fun and possibly be match of the night. Sometimes these tag division matches can be really good. I know you don't care about it, but look at some of the matches they've had in the past and the tag matches have just been absolutely incredible. Jungle Boy has the possibility to have match of the night. I think, honestly, I think the Hardys and the Young Bucks possibly could be match of the night. Like, look at Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen recently. Yeah, Great that match. was brilliant. Yeah, can't, can't complain. Yeah, they, they all have the ability. I know which ones we know it definitely won't be. Um, but yeah, Joe, so what do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, I think that match is going to be a joke. <laughs> Joe, what do you reckon match of the night's going to be? I would say um, maybe like uh, the main event, if not that, like the Adam Cole match. Fair. Adam Cole Samoa Joe again, like you said, you 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 go through the cardums. I don't know. For me, I've not really. I know she's kind of been on this winning streak, but I don't really see Serena Deeb as much of a women's champion. I think she's always been around. She's always. I think it's kind of funny you say that because obviously she had that promo with Dustin uh, on Dynamite, kind of saying a similar thing to say obviously, oh, she's not ready to be champion, or I think Thunder Rose is just gonna easily beat her i don't think i think they could last about 10 15 minutes because she is a solid in worker but she's always been just a solid worker i don't see her as a champion i don't think there's any chance of her winning it whereas samoa joe versus adam cole for example both of them deserve to win it they are both really good workers i could see either of them winning it i think adam cole when he does win it and i said having that kind of kenny omega moment possibly as well yeah i think I'm not saying it's going to be the weakest match on there, but I don't think it's going to be match of the night. It could be match of the night if you want to go star rating, sure, possibly, if they have a solid match. But for me, I can't. I think see star it being... star rating. It's going to be the Hardys versus the Bucks. Dave Meltzer buns both of those teams. So yeah, it's match of the night. We know it is. That is. I mean, Diav said as well. Uh, just before we move on to the main event, there are reports apparently Tony Khan is looking to add one more match to the card, which oh, I did God. say earlier on, which would be that mixed tag match of um, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti versus Paige Van Zandt and either Scorpio Sky or Ethan Page, most likely Scorpio Sky. There's, again, I think that's going to be announced at Rampage, but just for fun, I assume it is going to happen. Who's going to win that one? American top team. Let's go with that. Paige Van Zandt's debut. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. 
Joe, any disagree? Yeah, American Top Team. Yeah, I mean, even if there isn't a match, I think they are going to have a making appearance or have something, an altercation backstage or something. But apparently they are going to be looking to announce that match at Rampage. So possibly a spoiler for anybody who hasn't watched Rampage because we'll be releasing this episode on Friday before Rampage. But chances are that match may be announced at Rampage. So who knows? But main event time, it is the AEW World Championship between Hangman Adam Page and CM Punk. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Is it tough, mm. Joe? Who are you going with? I mean, Adam Page to win. I mean, Ooh. I love CM Punk. He's a great wrestler. He's like one of the best of all time. But he's a bit past it now. Maybe. I mean, he's he's always out there to put like. The younger guys over his match against Darby Allen was really good. You know he's building himself up, but I don't think he's like as good as he used to be. It'll be a good match, don't get me wrong, but I can't see Adam Page losing it to CM Punk. I mean, I might I might be completely misjudging that, but I don't think he's going to lose it to CM Punk. Dan's nodding his head a little bit there. Is that I an think, agreement? You know, are you going to see the old dog put over the new? You know, we're going to see the passing of the torch or are we going to see? I think if you look at the future of Dynamite and Rampage and what's going to happen on there, is it more exciting that Hangman Page retains? OK, if Hangman Page retains, who realistically is he going to face next? MJF, but MJF needs to get out of it. You know, he's potentially coming off a loss. Who else is there really that he could face? Maybe he might be able to go Brian Danielson again. You know, he's gone. He's had the title. He's faced quite a few people. But if I said CM Punk is the world champion, who could he face? The options, no pun intended, are limitless. There's so many people. You could face Daniel Bryan. You could face the returning Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega versus CM Punk for the world title. Sounds absolutely insane. You know, you've got your Adam Coles versus CM Punks. I think the opportunities are endless if you put the belt on him. And if you say to people, you need to go back and watch Double or Nothing, CM Punk wins the world title at this age, everyone's going to go, oh, my God. But if you go... Oh, yeah, Hangman Page put on a really good match and he retained people like, oh, don't care. But if you said CM Punk wins it, I think that will have a boost on the ratings. And for future, people are going to want it to tune into Dynamite. What's CM Punk going to say? Who's going to challenge him? Who's going to be the next person to set the plate? Oh, look, it's Lance Archer again. You know, see who it's going to be. Um, I think it's more exciting for CM Punk. So what I want to see is CM Punk winning the world title. What I think is going to happen is they're going to be boring and put over the young talent and he's new and he's up and coming and passing the torch. But I want CM Punk to win. If you ask me what I want, I want that. Yeah, it's a very difficult one to kind of predict how it goes. It just depends what Tony Khan and again, like you said, the future. It, again, I know I mentioned Kenny Omega returning earlier, but they like to do it at the end. So possibly having Hangman Adam Page win and then Kenny Omega comes out to get that big pop after because you could have cm punk kind of cm punk could turn heel like he could literally have a handshake at the end to say oh yeah well done you beat me and then he could literally give him a low blow and beat the shit out of him and then kind of turn on him and that's how they can have his rematch at another show they could possibly do something like that um but yeah they could have somebody completely new come out they could have bray wyatt for example come out <laughs> at the end pay all that money exactly i mean you never know. I mean, it's going to be a. I think that one is the hardest match to call. I think it can go yeah. either way. Yeah, I could see. Like, there's head and heart kind of things with that one, isn't it? 
yeah, like you said, it would be nice to see CM Punk win that title. But on the other hand, I'm like, he's that age. I'd rather see Hangman Adam Page hold it. Kind of, he is supposed to be build the future of the business. And I'll hey, Bob Backlund came longer. back. Bob Backlund won the world title, came back 10 years later and won the world title again. So if Bob Backlund yeah. can do it. We don't want it. We, we don't, don't want, want it. it. You're saying CM Punk's the booster. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying Bob Backlund, we don't want it. But yeah, no. when he came back and he was managing, we're like, hiya, Bob. Yeah, but again, I think that that's the hardest match to call. If I had to say right now, I would say CM Punk, but I won't be disappointed if Hangman Adam Page wins, and I won't be disappointed if CM Punk wins. I'm just happy to see where they're going with that one. Um, so we'll see what happens. I am going to ask you now because AEW are synonymous with debuts as we all know will we see a debut if anybody or yeah, is it athena, just going to be returning kenny omega i think athena there needs to be another women's competitor i'm going to say athena or my personal favorite my prediction tegan knox aka nixon Yule. joe anyone gonna debut or return everyone's been, everyone's been saying it for months cesaro uh, antonio castioli Everyone's been saying he should be in AEW for months. Um, everyone said he was going to be like um, the Joker. And it was ended up being Johnny, uh, Johnny Nitro or whatever you want to call Johnny it. Johnny Elite. Johnny, Johnny Elite. Elite. Yeah, so yeah, Cesaro's got to turn up at some point, I think. Yeah. And, and obviously, you look at some of the free agents, obviously, you still got Johnny Gargano out there. Possibly could have an appearance in the Adam Cole storyline who knows we will find out it is this sunday uh looking forward to it very very much but we are at the end of the show we are we have hit just over that hour mark now and dan has created a quiz but not just any quiz dan tell us what kind of quiz it is this quiz is all about all elite wrestling give me all those points now if you lose this now, being our AEW expert, <laughs> you'll never live this down. You'll have to take your shit in the middle of this floor. Right, oh, lads, you both ready? Flat. Have you got your pen and papers or your keyboards? I don't have yeah. a pen, so it's just loading up Microsoft Word now. Shout Fantastic. out to Okay, Bye. I put a nice mixture in here. I'm hoping that it's... I, I would say this is easy to medium, so I'm hoping you guys will get quite a lot of points. Hope. So we'll start being number one. Which AEW women's competitor... The women's w sorry the women's AEW uh, competitor theme is performed by rancid so which AEW women's wrestler has a theme performed by the band rancid oh, I'm fire now. cool year number two who held the AEW women's title the shortest amount of time that's not including the current reign Fantastic. Okay. You're number three. Um, I said AEW, but this, per this person is synonymous with being an AEW. So who did Luke Harper, also known as Brody Lee, defeat to win his only Intercontinental Championship? This um, answer... It's the one question I'll get wrestler. wrong because it's WWE. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this competitor... 
he's a current WWE superstar, and so I, I'm not tricking you by saying it's an AEW answer. The, the reason that's an AEW no, question is because of Brody Lee. Because of Brody Lee, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'll just go for that. Okay. I don't know if it's even right, but there you go, Bams. Fantastic. Number four, what is the name of the tag team featuring Anthony Bowens and Max Caster? Listen. I'm actually doing all right on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going in pretty confident. <laughs> Number five. What is Keith Lee's WWE 2K22 overall rating? Is it 78, 80, or 83? That's not an AEW question there. I'm not happy with that. <laughs> it is. See, so, you know, Keith Lee, he's, lim- he's limitless. To be honest, he's limitless. He should be up there. He's limitless. So, it, should be the, it should be the limitless sign yeah. as his rating. It should be the number eight on the side. Number eight, Britt Baker, DMD. But what does DMD stand for? Now, I'm going to make it easy for you. Um, just tell me what the letters stand for. Um, it can be said in two different ways, but just tell me what the D, the M, and the D stand for. Can see the cogs turning on Joe's face. This is great. The um, I don't even know if that's the, even right, but that's what I'm going for. Because you had um, Isaac Yankin DDS, but this is DMD. Okay, you're number seven. Which AEW wrestler's finisher is the TCO? That's number seven. Which AEW wrestler's finisher is the TCO? Tango Charlie Oscar. TCO. TCO. All right, then you're number eight. Who did SCU beat to become the first AEW Tag Team Champions? Which team? Sorry, it's that again. So, SCU, who did they beat to become the first Tag Team Champions? So, Callan censored who they beat. You're number nine. Which AEW wrestler was PWI 500's Wrestler of the Year in 2020? And in number 10, we've been talking about it for most of the pod, but which phone company sponsors the arena where Double or Nothing 2022 will take place? So name me a phone company that, it's the something arena and the something is yeah. the name of the phone company. Cool. Epic, Joe, you got everything? Yeah, I think so. Fantastic. We'll start with your number one, we'll go in, in order. Um, I'll ask each of you alternate. So I'm number not, one. I'm not so confident now. Joker. Love, love it. Women's competitor has a theme performed by Rancid. Jamie. Uh, I went for Ruby Soho on this one. Joe. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. <laughs> you are correct. Destination. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. Nation Fantastic with it. Wait till you guys come down for Clash at the Castle. We'll be in Mojo's in Newport. We'll get that on karaoke. They'll Mojo, they'll love us Mojo's? in there. No, there's a karaoke bar in Newport called Mojo's. It's oh, um, it's um yeah, it's unique. I don't think you'll ever go into a place. Um, I think Taron's been there. I think Taron has sung karaoke in there before. I haven't seen it, but okay, you're number two, Judas. Who... <laughs> mate. Oh, I can imagine the face of all of the chavs in there. It'd be great. Number two, who held the AEW women's title for the shortest amount of time? Joe. Rico. <laughs> Jamie. Nyla Rose. 
she's also the oldest person to hold the title. It's Nyla Rose. Yeah. Boom. I thought Riho held it for quite a while, but I don't remember she Nyla did, Rose yeah. holding it for a while. I think the longest one is um, Akaru Shida. She held it for like 357 days, which is insane. <sighs> that, that's the one I was thinking. I was like, who did Nyla Rose lose it to? But it was Shida, wasn't it? That's it. You're number three. Who did Luke Harper beat to win his only IC title? Jamie. Seamus. Joe. Drew McIntyre. Both wrong. It's Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Fair enough. Number four. Yeah, no, Seamus has never held it. It's the only belt he's never won. (laughs) Number four. What is the name of the team featuring Anthony Bowens and Max Caster? Jamie. The acclaimed. Joe. Acclaimed. Lee Sin. The acclaimed has arrived. It is the acclaimed. <laughs> Number what five. A weird little, little thing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this in the voice of Keith Lee just to make it more. All right, Rex. <laughs> what is Keith Lee's WWE 2K22's writing? I don't know. I, I don't sound like Keith Lee. I think I sound more like. Um, What's his name? The, the commentator, the announcer. But we'll still go with it. Is oh, it Howard 78? Howard, Howard Finkel. Is it 78, 80, or 83? Joe? 78. Jamie? I also went for 78. It is 80. You have okay. oh. little faith. It is 80. Okay, I mean, Britt Baker. They, they are quite lowly, lowly, low rated. Lowly. They are. But I think they knew that they were going to AEW, so like, ah, let's just pull on them. Okay, DMD, but Baker DMD. Jamie, what does DMD stand for? Um, I went for something like Doctor of Medical Dentistry. Joe, I put Dental Dental Medical Doctor. I would love to give you a point, but I can't. So it's Doctor of Dental Medicine. Can also be Doctor of medicine in dentistry so the m is medicine oh and i have medical Fair yeah enough. medical yeah so if, <laughs> yeah you've both got the two d's which are dental or dentistry and doctor but it's medicine so unfortunately you don't get a point medical, on for medical dentistry <laughs> yeah uh number seven uh this one comes to joe first aw wrestlers finisher is the tco no idea i put sabi kavara like but i didn't know <laughs> Maybe. It's funny you went for that because I went for Ty Conti because it had a TCO in it. So it's with Ty Conti. It's funny, yeah. That it's it's uh, Ty Conti. Oh, it's, it is Ty Conti. When Joe said that, TCO, I'm like, he's so close. Yeah. Ty Conti. Oh. So that's the finish so of shoes. It's, yeah. it's like the RKO in it. It's Randy Orton. So I just went TCO, yeah. Ty Conti. Why not? Happy days. Jamie, who did um, SoCal and Sensed beat? become the first tag chance i feel like this is wrong but i remember they did well against the young book so i went for private party we are a private party joe and we just get it started <laughs> adam page and kenny omega no it's the lucha bros Fair enough. Um, okay <laughs> joe number nine which AEW wrestler was PWI 500 Wrestler of the Year in 2020? Kenny Omega. Jamie. Bang, Kenny Omega. 
No. So it was the guy. No, it was it was the guy who pretty much was the wrestler of the pandemic. He guided that company all the way through the pandemic as their champion, John Moxley. Moxley. It was Kenny Omega twenty twenty one, weren't he? He was like I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty two will be an interesting one to look at. I mean, to be honest, they have to give it to Roman Reigns. If they don't give it to Roman Reigns, it's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and your number ten, phone company sponsors the arena for double or nothing. What's the phone company? Are you going to first? Um, I was going to say EE, but then I went. Obviously, we're in America, so T-Mobile. Sure, T-Mobile. It is T-Mobile. Orange. EE. Orange. <laughs> hey guys, have you got your phone? Have you got your mobile? Have you got your cell phone? Get your mobile devices now with Cricket on the T-Mobile. Cricket Wireless. Yeah, you got your mobile phones. Right, how many have I got? It. One, two, three. Sorry to our American Four. listeners for our impressions. <laughs> um, I got five. Ah. Three. Jamie wins the AEW <laughs> quiz. To be honest, you don't need to take a pool on your floor now. You're good. Does that mean Taryn's still last? Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what perfect way. I mean, it, it's what's right in life right now. Taron bottom of the prediction league, Taron bottom of the quizzes, Dan on top of the quizzes, me on top of the prediction league. It's just it's just what this podcast is. Yeah, boy. It's, it's who we are. <laughs> but um, obviously, those predictions that we went through uh, with AEW, just to clarify, will not go towards the prediction league, as that is WWE exclusive. The next WWE Prediction League will be for Hell in a Cell 2022, which takes place soon on June 5th. So that's the week after. So we'll be doing it next week. We'll be reviewing Double or Nothing and doing predictions for Hell in a Cell. What a banger of an episode, shall we say. But Dan, tell people where they can find us so they make sure they tune in for that episode next week. Yeah. Of course, thank you. Yeah, we, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapplecast Show. Uh, we're on the Spotify's, the Deezers, the Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and you get it straight away when it hits the platforms. You can also give us those five stars and leave us your comments. We had a few comments from last week, so thank you for the listeners that uh, gave us the comments and, and said that they were out there. It's always nice to hear from you. But we are available on the Twitter. We're available on the Facebook and the Instagram. You can also follow those, and it, we do update on there to let you know um, and we do run polls apparently on the polls everyone thinks that um the match it's you know the match that they would like to see at uh, clash of the champions is um sheamus versus walter or clash of the castle even yeah they want to see (laughs) sheamus versus walter as their outside pick or they might even see mustache mountain versus the usos so thank you for your input on that they seem like decent matches yes and joe i am gonna go to you I mean, you can see the despair in his face when I was up for God's sake. <laughs> well, come on, Joe. You, you can do it. You can sign us off. Well, without further ado, I bid you a good night, a farewell, bang. Bring it down! Bye. Bye.